2: I wait till I give my money
0: right. Back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Winkstock on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
2: Yeah, I like I like this. I like this one, DJ. Hey, how long did you run the circus? Five seconds. Huh? How long did you just do that? We we caught the last little bit of it. I mean. Oh, y'all saw me? Yeah, yeah. I think you did it. Uh, that was
3: that was uh, two minutes.
2: Uh, I told you he was going to exaggerate that. <laughs> <But>, well, <laughs> hey, look, it I was.
3: I, I listen. I was trying to, I was trying to do it all the way, but I couldn't, I couldn't
2: do it. Well, I like this one. This text we got from John right here It says, "Captain, Coach McGuire played quarterback in college. I wish someone at the press conference would have asked him, what did, what did he learn about coaching receivers from? Who did you learn coaching receivers from? Do you know?" He's a quarterback, two years out of school. What did you learn? I mean, hey, that's a good question now.
3: Two years. Two years. He was on, he was on a, okay, so listen, play it pop. Let's just get it from, from, from from,
0: uh, G McGee. How can that benefit you uh, work as an advantage and and how would you respond to those that that age is just a number?
1: Yes, sir. Um, Well, you know, I I got really lucky being around the people I've been around. You talk about Joe Brady, Ben McAdoo, James Campin, Matt Lombardi, Mike Sarabo, guys that really poured into me, uh, taught me from a young age of how to coach, how to treat people. Obviously, my dad and Coach Rule being the two biggest influences on me. Um, So, yeah, you know, I'm probably a little bit uh, ahead of the curveball being, you know, younger. But, you know, like I said, we're just going at it. When
0: you are in high school at Cedar Hill, did you know you
1: probably wanted to get in coaching? Mm. Yes, sir. So uh, in second grade, I knew I probably wouldn't be too much of a football player, and I was going right into coaching. So everything I did, um, you know, I was, I was third, fourth grade. I'd sleep in the office with my dad. You know how that goes. And um, you know, I grew up on a. You know, we did mat drills on Wednesday. I grew up playing on a wrestling mat. You know, that was my playground. So.
0: How did you? approach your time at Baylor I mean you sat in the quarterback room and kind of got to learn firsthand there what did you learn there that you can kind of adapt here
1: Mm -hmm. yes sir so what's awesome is a lot of what we're going to do on offense um, there's carryover with everywhere I've been and luckily like uh, our OC coach sat obviously coach rule was there Um, and then coach sat was in Carolina and then he went to South Carolina obviously and did really good things so you know right now we're we're like uh, we're speaking in tongues kind of to probably some of the other people in the room. But to us, it all makes sense. You know, we're pulling from all these offenses and the verbiage, you know, it just – it hits our brain. So that's what's really been helpful. Pause it.
2: It's it, it, it still not answer the question that we're looking for. He said he's speaking in tongues.
1: Who taught him? <laughs>
2: Who taught him the coach receivers? Have you been out of he, school? He I, really I all, all those coaches. Okay. That's my question. That was the question. Who? He told you. Who told him?
0: Yeah, I mean, he yeah. he, he name dropped like the Joe Brady's of the world and and people that he's worked with before, but again, mostly he's he's been around Matt Rule all this time, coach, you know, played under him, um, and then his dad, Joey McGuire, the the coach there at Texas Tech now. So, um, I I don't I don't doubt that he's been around good football minds, like he said, and, and he can continue to lean on those guys to, uh, you know, to in, in two college football coaches, one that's been in the NFL, um, you know, as far as receivers specifically. That I, I get your I get your point where it's kind of interesting, you know, where where does he slide in? If he's gonna be a position coach why is it receiver as opposed to a different position like you said he played quarterback but obviously you have a little bit of uh of a connection there having played quarterback with your receivers yeah.
2: if 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 they, if they was out there and he was at practice and he was trying to give a
0: diagram
2: can he do the boom the 10yard I, I, I boom out can he tell him that 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 step he wants i mean does he know that that step he wants to get at fake that's what i'm asking vJ uh,
3: hey buddy that's a great question for uh, uh coach mcguire I mean that's what we're going to get he's got to answer all those questions.
2: You can say you, know, you want I, right. you can say that okay run a 10 yard dig but if I need you to show me where to hit that dig mark at is he the type of coach that can go out there and hit that dig mark and show him that fake or that body movement that he wants to get at DB like coach opposed to coach wash to to coach Williams Keith 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 Williams
3: I, again, I, I'm not you, – you can't compare him to Keith Williams because Keith Williams played the position and he coached it. And and he coached at a high level. I think it, this the, the kid has to get some time under his belt. He has to learn on the fly. And as far as him demonstrating the, the deals, he's got to be able to do that. No question. Because there's some players that learn better by demonstration.
2: That's what They're not said. classroom players. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, he's going to have to know how to demonstrate those different drills that you're talking about. And don't forget, Coach Brown is still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coach Brown is still there. And I, I, I can almost bet you if if, 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 if – I'm not saying if they're smart, but if they're smart, Coach Brown will probably be in that receiver's room helping out with the receivers. He's there. He's an analyst. Yeah. So, Picon
1: you know
2: – Pecan and Pasta, how did Mickey learn to – Coach receive. Hey, Mickey, been in the game for a long time though. That's the thing about him. He he's probably coached more than just one position. You know, he's coached twenty some years. Yeah,
3: you can't compare this
2: kid to them. No, 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 no. That was pecan pie. said. that's what he said. And being a quarterback his whole life.
3: What I mean, the quarterback, it's about coaching, man. It's about learning. When a quarterback – I mean, I would imagine he was probably one of the smarter quarterbacks in that quarterback room at Baylor. And even though he wasn't going to play, I bet he knew all his stuff.
0: He's a two-time academic, all Big 12. So, I mean, he's at least, you know, a smart guy in the classroom. And, again, remember, he grew up around football. His dad was a high school coach. And, and obviously, in high school, you you don't have as as many, you know – utilities you know you don't have it so i mean he he's got to learn you know all this stuff as he's growing up and he said it there he knew from you know second third grade that he wanted to be a coach so uh, you know he where he lacks in in age he does he, he you know if he has been as dedicated as you would think it would take to to be where he is at this time um you know i i i think he's got that stuff again though it it's just it it's it's going to be hard cuz you bring up Keith Williams i mean Keith Williams his he's he didn't seem like he was ever looking to be a a, a head coach. He made wide receiver coaching his personality. Mickey, Joe, I mean, so Nebraska's had some really really good wide receiver coaches, and um, so it, it's it, it's interesting to kind of see where they go from here with 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 Coach McGuire and and what his ambitions are, and is does he want is is wide receiver his thing, or is is he um, just kind of this is just his first step, and and and, and that's not that's not wrong either. It's um, just it's it's, it's, it's it, it to me it's all it's it's a bit of a gamble going um, for Mickey Joseph to to yeah like you said Keith
2: yeah Wa- you had Keith Williams then Mickey Joseph and now you got a twenty four year old so you know I don't know if it's a I know it's a big age gap but and it's gonna be a big coaching gap but can he help the the the, the young kids the way they need to be helped.
3: Mm. Again, can he, I, I can he help main-
2: that can he help this young Malachi not get redshirted? You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Can he have him ready before the season starts? Can he get Doss ready? These are speed guys. You mean? I mean, they're gonna get some hands on them, so they need to learn how to fight, fight the hands off. I mean, this this is this is better than this is way better than seven on seven football that they done did all their life. Now you going against guys that play man and bump and run every play, not just half of the time. Yeah but that jump yeah.
0: that jump from wide receiver is is interesting too from like like Malachi going up against yeah. high school cornerbacks to to starting cornerbacks if you're going to get playing time um you know at the Big 10 level um some ca- some can come in and, and and prove it off and get and you know based off their athleticism do it right away um but you know that's a position where you know young guys can play, but I always think that man that's got to be a, quite an adjustment uh, of all the adjustments going to, from high school to college. Obviously, the front lines are the most difficult. You just got to put in, you know. A can lot of he, weight yeah? Him, can
2: but. you teach? Can you teach Malachi the point of? Let me look at this DB. Okay, look at him. He's heavy. He's back. His his back powder. He's he's heavy on the back. He, you know, if I if I if I give him a good move, maybe he. I mean, can you teach that guy the things we need early because? We got to get the numbers down. and Some receivers got to go. Some position got to go everywhere on this team. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want it to be your group that loses the most, players.
3: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just
1: $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, you've you got a good group to choose from. And again, he's got elder statesmen that I guarantee are going to help him all along the way. So uh, the fact that he's standing up before the media and he ain't, he's, he's asking the questions the best way he knows how. He ain't shying away from no question. You're get getting hitting him with all the questions. We can actually actually hear the the question and the answer. So I'm not knocking the youngster. I think I, I I hope him the best. You're right. He's gonna have to learn on the fly, but he's gonna have to know how to teach those guys those nuances of being a receiver, hand placement, all that stuff. You know what I mean? I would imagine, don't we think that Coach Rule knows that though? Before he hired him?
0: Yeah, that's where that's where I'm th- that's where you just ultimately have to trust in coach Rule and whether you I don't I mean you don't have to you can be your own football fan or whatever but uh, coach Rule made this decision not you Not know, just to do a favor, you would think. I mean, this is a big, um, you know, big job, big opportunity for Matt Rule if he wants to kind of um, get his name back into being a big time name in, in college football circles. Obviously, got paid one way or the other, um, so you can look at it, you know, the way you want to. But I don't think he just made a wide receiver coach hire. Um, be like, all right, we'll, we'll teach this guy about wide receivers once he gets here. I mean, he he had to, t- to trust Coach McGuire knows what he's doing, and um and you know with Satterfield, some of the guys he's worked with before, um you know just have a, a good group there. So, um it's it again, these guys can't lose in the off season. We know Nebraska wi- always wins in the off season. I'm very intrigued because Nebraska is not going to go undefeated this next year. Um you know when things kind of get difficult. First of all, you know, you have a lot of questions with all these guys, but are they going to be able are they going to be able to speak to the media? Remember Coach Frost, the the whole deal last year cut it off, just have coordinators speak to the media. I think it does better, especially a guy like Garrett McGuire who has so much in front of him in coaching to kind of learn how to to adjust with the media when times are bad. Um, so I hope that uh, you know those those circles, those coaching circles, post practice or, or whenever, maybe they go up to the podium one way or the other. That we can hear from these assistant coaches throughout the season, even in in times that are difficult. How old was Lincoln Riley when he became a coach? I think he was 24 when he started as a wide receiver coach. What position did he coach? I think it was wide receiver coach. Yeah. But, again. You how old be... is Lincoln Riley right now? Lincoln Riley, let me double check. He's 39 years old.
3: How long was he to coach at Oklahoma before he went to USC? About, what, five years?
0: Uh, yeah, from 2017 to 2021. Five years. Perfect.
3: 17. So, that would have made him how old?
0: Uh, all... when he was When he took the Oklahoma job. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been five years ago. He's like thirty
3: four. So I'm saying so in order for him to somebody to trust him to give him that opportunity, uh one, he'd had to have some time under his belt, and that's how it happens. It starts when they're young like that. Period.
0: Yeah. Lincoln Riley is is a special, not just as, you know, what he was able to do as a wide receiver coach at Texas Tech, but obviously like special compared to other college football coaches right now. So um, I think that's also something that's going to be intriguing is there's going to be so much expected out of Garrett McGuire because this phase of young offensive player, you know, young offensive minds getting involved in the game you know I, there are there are lincoln riley you have to imagine uh, again. again it's you can't just hire any 24 year old you need you need to have the right fit and hopefully you know they they went through it and they they feel like this guy's got quite a bit of, quite a great future and um you know I, i'd assume he would um and you know but i i just i don't want the expectations well they both start at 24 so maybe he's the next lincoln riley lincoln riley's a I- tough tough to measure up to
3: yeah, I know, but I just But he had to start somewhere. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm not. I'm just simply saying that there's a lot of talk about this discussion as far as this youth thing. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. We, I didn't, I wasn't planning on having a whole show with it. But go ahead and play, finish playing the rest of it real quick. You're, you're you're a month away,
0: or maybe a little bit over a month away, from getting to get out there on the practice field Careful. with these guys, and you've got after recruiting a pretty big group of receivers to work with. What do you anticipate those 15 practices in the spring are going to be like and and for you what do you want to do in that period of time Mm -hmm.
1: yes sir well we have this theme we want to get one percent better and i like to do that every single day um you know i what's cool about my room is i they're they're hard workers and they are competitive and you can see that on tape you know uh watching some last year's tape watching guys that have been other places uh whether that be other conferences or other schools and so that standard's already set of how they want to play. And then you add our brand of football, you know, being the toughest, hardest working, most competitive team in the country. That's kind of what I want to look like in April.
0: Garrett uh, Evan Bland, Omaha
1: World Herald. Yes, sir. Toughest. What's,
0: what's it like
1: having
0: what? Rewind team? that part.
3: Josh Leeks. Here you go, black shirt. This is what his, his, hard his hard philosophy work.
1: is. And we want to get 1% better, and I like to do that every single day. Um, you know, I, what, what's cool about my room is uh, they're they're hard workers and they are competitive. And you can see that on tape, you know, uh, watching some last year's tape, watching guys that have been other places, uh, whether that be other conferences or other schools. And so that standard's already set of how they want to play. And then you add our brand of football, you know, being the toughest, hardest working, most competitive team in the country. That's kind of what I want to look like in April.
0: Garrett, Evan Omaha Omaha, Harold. Yes, sir. what's What's it like having an old team in here? Josh Flakes, as a guy in your position group now, what's,
1: what's that dynamic? Um, he's not only an old teammate, he's a good friend. You know, we, we used to hang out together. Uh, first touchdown pass I ever threw in high school was to him. Uh, but, you know, like, he was sitting there in, in my office. He was one of those uh, six, seven guys down there. He was just ta- asking about his son, asking about his dad. Uh, went to school with his older brother. Uh, so we're really, really close. Uh, what's cool, though, is, like, you know, when we were at, uh, at Baylor, you know, when we were installing the offense, him and I went through a few different coordinators together and a few different systems. So, you know, teaching him and I, he's got a lot of respect for kind of the way we teach. So, you know, it's good, Same kind of same way for him. He's got some of the same verbiage carryover for him. You guys added another transfer in Billy Kemp. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what, what he did at Virginia, what do you know about Billy? What, what attracted you guys to Billy to bring him in mm-hmm. as, a, as a one-year transfer guy? Yes, sir. So, uh, Billy, you know, being around him, he's a vet of the group. You know, he sees a lot of things. Uh, Obviously, this being, what, his fifth, sixth year, I think. Um, But he's a freaking worker. And that's what he's setting the standard of the room of how we want to work, whether that's mat drills, doing the extra, doing the jugs. But, you know, uh, that's the whole group. Seriously, that's the ethos of that group right now. It's just their work ethic. I've been so impressed with that. Cooper said you guys get up and work out at like thirty though. or something, is that right? So I figured that would come up and uh, I'm you know, I'm gonna be honest, guys, he's beat me in the last two days and it's kinda ticked me off. Um, but yeah, we're we're working in there about uh, four thirty. Um, he's on a different program than with me. I was doing squats this morning, he's doing curls. I gotta get on that one to look like him. Could you just talk though, about how you, you drive each other? I know um, rule said it's not to compete against each other necessarily but you can drive each other to, to be better and just have that relationship to work right uh so one of my favorite things about coaches you know uh you know how you tape your ankles like you know you're going to practice you got to tape your ankles as a coach when you're with him you got to get ready to go you know buckle up cuz he's going to he'll challenge you you know and he likes the confrontation and we all do um so we're competing with each other you know when those DBs and receivers go one on one, shoot. I wouldn't be surprised if me and Coop go one on one. You said that. that
3: oh, pause it.
1: You
3: pause it. Don't, don't now, y'all it. seen Coach Coop, right? Don't
2: make a big fuss out of that, VJ.
3: I think he'd take you one on one right now, black shirt.
2: Who? If he can get off the ball, that's the thing.
3: MG, obviously, he he just said. Okay, you BJ. mess around I and mean, see him and Coop BJ. going one on one.
2: Okay, VJ. Show me me his game tape.
3: I don't think there's much. (laughs) All right, then. That's why it's (laughs) mysterious.
0: (laughs) It's kind of cool, though, that you you always have a rivalry between your wide receivers and quarterbacks. To have the coaches jump in on that and and maybe go out there and do some drills. I think that'd get them fired up.
3: Well, there's a rivalry offense against defense. Can't you tell? There's a rivalry—a uh, black shirt against the captain.
0: <laughs>
2: oh yeah, right? that's every it's, time. It, it, One against ones. That's like DBs and receivers, backs and backs and linebackers. You know, that's 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 the that's the talk junk. Mo- that's when you talk the most.
3: I mean, you you got to think as coaches, they gotta compete because those two those two rooms gotta make each other better.
2: Yeah, that's probably like Mickey and um, what's the co- DB coach we had last year?
3: pigment oh, of our Fisher, imagination. Coach Fisher. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Coach Fisher.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh my bad. I think the def- I think the receivers won the majority of those battles.
2: I don't know. It might be the the other way around this year.
0: Too bad Cam Taylor Britt never matched up with Trey Palmer. That would have been good. One year off. We'll see it in the NFL. Yeah, we will. Hopefully. What if he goes to Cincinnati? Yeah, then we won't. Well, then we'll see it in practice, maybe. What do you
3: guys throw at the break, man.
0: Go ahead, Bob. All right, you're listening to the captain here on 93.7 The Ticket. We have the three-time national champion, Rashawn Jackson, the All-American Terrell Farley, and myself. Bob, we'll be right back with more Husker football talk coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket.